Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unnecessary Confessions. My name is Gabe. My name is Yunmi. I'm Austin. And today we have another fun topic to discuss, and that is travel. Um, given the, you know, predicaments and unfortunate state of 2020 with COVID, obviously travel is not a super big thing we can do right now, but, you know, we can look forward to uh, travels once everything's over and reminisce on <laughs> the travel that we have done before. Um, I guess just start off. We can talk about our favorite and least favorite travel experiences, if anyone has any to go off with. I think my favorite travel experience would have to be um, in 2019 when I was first mainly traveling to Taiwan um, because I had an internship there. Um, but my favorite, I loved living in Taiwan um, for the three months I was there. It was an amazing experience. Um, we all we also travel like to the south of Taiwan, which was great. Just tr- everything about Taiwan, I loved so much. Um, but I think my favorite travel experience was actually like traveling to Singapore by myself. Um, I was in Asia, so might as well take a cheap air, air like airline to Singapore because the flight is going to be cheap anyways, and don't have to like take a thousand dollar flight from the U.S. Um, and all my like my close friends that were in the program that I was in already went to Singapore so they weren't going to go again um so I was like I don't know I guess I'll go by myself looking back at it maybe it's not the safest thing to do but I was like let's go um it was so worth it I only was spending two days there um I was taking a red-eye flight got there at like 4 a.m in the morning and just spent like a couple of hours in the airport because their airport is like known to be like one of the best airports ever Mm. Um, they have like a like a movie room they have like a butterfly garden um they have like their famous like waterfall in the in the airport mm-hmm. um it's like decked out so i spent like a long time there um and then i started off the day of like by first going to the hotel that i was in um because my mom didn't want me to stay in a hostel she was like here have a hotel i was like sounds good um <laughs> i'm not complaining <laughs> i'm like definitely not complaining um and i just spent the whole like day like walking around sightseeing going to eat food and the food there's like amazing so many of the like um just like taiwan's known for like night markets um or other places in asia are known for night markets um singapore is known for like their hawker centers Mm -hmm. um which have food like throughout the day and it's just like Mm -hmm. so cheap a lot of them are like even like michelin starred or like mission like on the michelin like guide um so it was amazing just to like be by myself do whatever i wanted to do um Mm -hmm. and not have to like worry about like going with the group and like I would love to go on with the group but just like going on my own pace resting if I'm tired going out and like doing whatever I wanted to do was so fun um and I even met up with one of my friends there which was like super cool at night so Singapore was super cool um and even though those two days I feel like I covered a lot um but I ended up walking like 10 miles every single day just because I needed to cover like all the ground possible (laughs) so it was a lot (laughs) Of walking like it was no joke i was like walking back and forth going from all these places um it was so worth it though and i like look back wishing i traveled to more places when i was in taiwan but was super thankful that i could travel to singapore um just because it's such a cool place and i definitely recommend someone going there um, did you did you get to see the the i don't know if it's like a boat no it's not a boat it's definitely not a boat the thing on top of the hotels like there's like the it's like an iconic like skyline image 
where it's like the it's like an infinity pool on the top of like the three. Oh, I forgot what it's called. That looks really cool. Um, the M- Marina Bay Sands. Yes, that yeah. thing looks really. It's cool. like where like they film like Crazy Rich Asians. It's like the hotel with like the top and like the three separate hotels. Um, yeah, I didn't get to go up there. Um, cause it's it's kind of a lot of money. Um, that I don't have. Um, but you're able to like go into the hotel. There's shops everywhere. Mm. There's even like a, um, not a canal, but like water thing that's going within the hotel. Mm. Super cool. Um, How is it compared to the but... the Venetian in Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say it's more grand. Mm, okay, um, okay. Just because <laughs> it's huge. And they also, like, what was super cool is that they have, like, an indoor forest that you could go into, that I went into. Not the hotel, but just, like, a part of it. It's, like, a special exhibit oh, shoot. Um, in Singapore. Super cool. Um, oh, Rainforest Cafe. Just everything is, like... <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. like, Rainforest Cafe Deluxe. <laughs> um, just kidding. It was, like, such an amazing experience. I can't believe, like, I was there in Singapore mm. by myself. Yeah. Um super exhausting trip because i was like trying to do everything in two days um right but super thankful for the opportunity um and then my least so that was my most favorite but my least favorite is another trip in asia um but this was when i was like eight years old and it was in vietnam um and um, for our viewers that haven't been to asia during the summertime um it's sticky (laughs) and gross (laughs) Like, it is so hard because the humidity there is crazy. It's just so rough. Um, and as an eight-year-old kid, like, when I was in Taiwan in the summer, I was, like, burying it because, like, older, able to, like, tolerate it more. But as an eight-year-old kid, I'm just, like, so frustrated because I've never right. felt, like, this humidity before living in SoCal my entire life. Um, not to mention the mosquitoes mm-hmm. um, that were heavily prevalent. And we're staying, like, in my dad's, like, with my dad's, like, relatives. So we're in the village. And we're going to visit his mom. And his mom is across the river. And this is my, like, this is the experience that was my least favorite. Um, We were on a boat that was at the level of the water. And what I mean by that is that the boat's like this. And the water is like this. Like, right, right at the boat level. So I feel like you tilted one way. Have fun, woman. Yeah, it's like an infinity um, pool, but like a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unwanted infinity pool gotcha, at that point. Gotcha. Um, and we're like, I was like so scared because like this isn't like luxury beach water. This is green swamp water. Mm. Um, so I did not want to be swimming in it. Um, it was just, it was just not an ideal experience for like a kid to even like. First of all, a kid to be like experiencing but even my mom like remembers and like doesn't like it either because it's like so treacherous Mm. like you don't know what's happening we don't have like life jackets or anything it's just us in the water fending for Mm. ourselves um so that was kind of rough um and there was also another time in vietnam same trip that i was going to sit on a hammock and i touched the hammock and then a bunch of mosquitoes decide to fly out of it gross it was so scary um, and the same trip, <laughs> this Vietnam trip, I think Vietnam is a good country and I would love to go back again with my dad um, just to see how it is when I'm older. But as an eight-year-old kid, 
<laughs> Let me tell you, not the best. Mm. Uh, but the, during the same trip, motorcycles are huge in Vietnam. Which, and I've noticed like motorcycles are huge in Asia in general, just because they're easier to get by and just like easier to like maneuver in the busy streets. Mm. Um, but we were using motorcycles to get from one place to another. And of course my like family doesn't know how to motorcycle. So we're like using like family friends that some of our family members knew to like help us. But I was going with a motorcycler that I didn't know as an eight year old kid. So it was like kind of like a stranger danger moment where I didn't know who I was riding with. And there was one point where just like my motorcycler decides like detour and I see my family like driving away from me and I'm like literally there by myself. And I were like remember so this because it traumatized me so much. Um, but I remember like seeing my mom and I'm like fear in my eyes. And then we like eventually like go back into the course of like where they're going. But I was like, huh? Yeah. Somebody let this like let me go on a motorcycle with this person I don't know, huh? Oh my god. Um, yeah, it was so scary. Like, I remember it so vividly because it's been like a not good memory for me to have um but yeah i think that's a very scary experience and that's why it's like i would say like that's the cherry on top of my least favorite experiences um yeah. i think going back to vietnam would be like a great experience but also like i feel like i have so many like not great memories mm -hmm. um hopefully i could go back and get some good memories with it that's yeah. wild Talk about unnecessary yeah. detours. Like, why? Like, obviously everyone <laughs> is like, going in the same way. Like, yeah. like there's no reason. Like, don't you see them? <laughs> don't you see them going? They're like, no, we need to stop. I was like, please don't. Um, so there's nothing an eight-year-old kid can do, really, right. at that moment, either. Right. Um, but I'm here, so it's okay now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm talking on this podcast, and I'm able to relive it. Um, yeah. I think you bring up a really good point too because I feel like with a lot of places you go to as a kid unless it's like a place really made for a kid like Disneyland or something like that I think there could be like a lot of like negative memories attached to it just because you are so young experiencing all of it and it's like just hard to experience as a kid um but yeah I mean sort of going off of that for me with like my least favorite travel experience so my family likes to do like a lot of road trips and um, I think in general, like, so half of my family has really bad car sickness and the other half is like totally fine. So like me and my mom are totally fine, but my brother and my dad have really bad car sickness. So I just remember a lot as a kid of like my brother, you, you would either be like totally asleep the whole ride somehow, like four hours just knocked out in the car. Or if he was awake, he would get like car sick. So there'd be like vomit and like just like not you know the best experience because <laughs> like if you vomit in a car um the smell as much as you try to like clean it it's very hard to take out especially because we're on the road so like it's really you know we can't really make like a super long stop to like clean everything that thoroughly so i think that and then i mean i've also vomited on a road trip before as a kid and that's just like not the best experience at all so that's why like i like still to this day can't really eat like jack-in-the-box because um, I vomited from it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I hear the tacos are amazing. Like, I hear a lot of great things about Jack in the Box. I think just that memory was so clear in my head of, like, me literally eating Jack in the Box. Like, 
I think they're like chicken nuggets or like chicken tenders or something and then like vomiting like an hour later because of it um so yeah but my favorite travel experiences I think I will say as a kid so my family and a lot of our family friends we would like rent a cabin for like a week or like a few days in the winter time and I think that's like a really great memory that I have because like um we would like you know go skiing and all that during the day or go snowboarding and then like at night we would like have like a barbecue and stuff and I think it was just a really cool atmosphere um then also some of my favorite travel experiences have been like the trips I've been on with friends so like Mm -hmm. I've been to Hawaii with friends which is really awesome and then I've been to Seattle with y'all which was um amazing and so I think that's been really nice just because like I think I've noticed this with like I feel like with a lot of like parents whenever like if I talk about a trip with my parents now they're like we gotta like use like uh, a travel agent I think for them it's just very convenient to do it that way versus when I'm traveling with like my friends it's much more like free Mm -hmm. so we could like make our own schedule and like do things that we are like it's more focused on what we want to do versus like I think when I'm traveling with my family it's a different I guess, um, pace, but with friends, it's just a lot more like freeing and like, it's much more upbeat, I think in that sense for traveling. So I think that's been, um, really cool. And so definitely post COVID, that would be amazing to do more of that with like friends and stuff. And also definitely with family too. I think I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Before (laughs) I used to go on a lot of Asian tours, um, with my family. Um, (laughs) and so if they were like, if there's no Asian tour guide helping us through this uh journey we don't want it yeah <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah um, but like definitely asian tour we had one to like the east coast um like canada too we had one like in like seattle slash like i think vancouver is in the area um very like asian tour heavy it was fun but um wow there's just like asian tours are so funny Austin, i'm glad you brought up the t word because uh <laughs> The T word is part of my least favorite experience, um, and that's tours. <laughs> okay, this is honestly like low key, like um, like both a favorite and a least favorite at the same time. Because favorite because we went with like a really big group of my family, so I'm talking like at least like thirty people, like for the tours. So then like we literally took up like half the bus of the entire tour. So it was really fun because then it's like so many family members, and then it's like also like I had cousins like kind of around my age so then like when we went together it was really fun um the not so fun part which is also a little bit fun um is going through 13 states in seven days Uh, (laughs) 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 they truly said maximize value um so it was like an entire road trip like through like all these states like idaho montana whatever like like this like whole like whole trip to visit a bunch of different spots um so it was really cool because then you got to visit a lot of places um not so cool when you're literally on the road for so long and it's just like it's just so tiring and draining like moving from hotel to hotel uh, motel to hotel to, like every night it's just like it's it's draining right but you know there's very uh fun experiences like a las vegas buffet was like one of the <laughs> the spots <laughs> we stopped by um so that was like really good um but yeah would say that's kind of least favorite in a way but also enjoyable another least favorite was when like um my family used to take a lot of trips like vegas um just to like hang out there like just like a like a trip away from home um 
the Las Vegas heat is something different. <laughs> it's it's completely scorching. Um, coming from San Francisco, just like my skin is not acclimated to that. So like I remember getting sunburn and like my skin was so dry and I didn't understand like moisturizing and like doing all that stuff when I was younger. Um, so I just felt pain. Uh, I didn't know how to fix it because then you just jump into the pool and you're like, and I'm burning. Uh, and you're, when your face is sunburned, I think that's like one of the worst things in the world because your face is like literally so like, bad. it's just so much pain. Like it hurt to smile. Like it was, it was just a lot. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That, I would say that was least favorite. I think, like, when you mentioned, like, traveling with family is different. For me, it's, be- like, specifically because, like, my mom likes to take pictures. Like, I appreciate it now because then we have a lot of pictures to look back at. But when you're a kid and you're at Disneyland, um, you're not trying to take a picture next to every single monument um, <laughs> in Disneyland. So my mom just loves to take a bunch of pictures. Um, and then especially with me and my brother together. So, like, we definitely, like, you have to get my brother to, like, stand together. And it's just, like, I'm pretty sure it cuts <laughs> It's like it cuts into like twenty five percent of like the ride time is because we have to take pictures. <laughs> so I like it, but also it was just like as a kid, it was just like it was just not it as a kid. Um, and then for favorite travel experiences, I have a couple. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be able to like go to a couple different places that I really enjoy. Like for one was um, when I had an in- internship in Taiwan, so like I spent a couple months there. Taiwan is a really great country with really great food, so I really like that. Um, Hong Kong is like where my family's from so like that historical like cultural like kind of background was really cool um, and just like seeing places where like my dad is like oh we used to live here or like we used to go to school here and that's just like really cool to see and Hong Kong is just like a really great city in general um, I guess like one interesting experience from it is just like so um, when we go back to Hong Kong like like we don't go back like super often right like I've only been like twice so it's like we go back to visit uh, my grandpa on my dad's side is buried in hong kong so then we go to visit that um but it's like it's like not like you know like in the u.s it's like a very like wide like usually like cemeteries are like kind of like more like flat and then there's like more open area and it's kind of like i don't know that's the traditionally the ones that i've been to in the u.s um but in hong kong like there's not so much space so it's like pretty much like in the mountains like not the mountains but it's like in high up areas um which explains why there's monkeys uh (laughs) in the in like the literal like the the burial sites like there's literal like like monkeys like everywhere like like they're like and it's like it's like when you think about animals like you think like oh they're kind of cute and they are objectively but when you're actually next to animals it's a completely different experience (laughs) um so when we're literally like carrying food in to like pay uh like pay our respects um you can see like all the monkeys like starting to like slowly like congregate and like eyeing the food and like just like crawling between like like the 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 different like things and it's just like so scary (laughs) it's literally like and then our family would talk about like oh like yeah like you just gotta like sometimes if they get too close like you gotta just fight like you just gotta like hit them or something (laughs) it's like like it's like so like it was like so casual i was like i don't know what i'm doing right now like it's just so scary um but yeah they're like yeah they kind of like can bite so like you just gotta like you just gotta do what you gotta do so i was just like (laughs) so it's not like the movies where they only eat bananas um (laughs) so i was just like so like it was just so scary um you gotta pray for your ancestors and then throw hands with monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like I was like, like I gotta like do I gotta pay my respects, but like also like, like can we like you know speed up the process like a little bit like it's like actually like like so threatening to see so many monkeys. It's actually so scary. Um, but yeah, Hong Kong is a really good place with again really great food. Um, I really like that. And then um, 
and then like another I, I wouldn't like say a specific s- spot but like like ex- travel experience is like just like tropical places so like really like tropical places so like hawaii is a place that i've been to this tropical um uh, bahamas is why i family in bahamas um so just like being around water and stuff like that i think like it's very um refreshing considering that in sf the beaches are um gray <laughs> if, i don't know how else to describe it. it's just like cold windy um the only time we ever went to the beach growing up in my like what 21 years of living here um is for beach cleanups <laughs> with our school so it's just like it's just not a positive association um so yeah, I don't know, like being in like beachy places and going into the water where you can actually go into the water and not feel like you're freezing. Um, it's just like, it's a whole different experience. And then like the food and food there is just again, really great. So it's just like overall a really great experience. But yeah, I guess like post COVID, I guess for now, um, what places do y'all want to visit that you haven't already? Or maybe want to revisit again? Cause I, I have one in mind that I kind of want to revisit again too. Oh, y'all are like inspiring me because um, definitely a place that I want to go visit post COVID is like Asia because I've never been to Asia and so um, definitely first and foremost is Korea since my family's from there and yeah I think it's just be cool to because like my parents always talk about like growing up and like what they experienced and stuff but to be able to like actually be in that country and like they could like sort of what Gabe mentioned with like your dad of like pointing out like oh that's where you know they used to live like something like that would be really cool that I could do with my parents of like seeing like where they grew up in Korea and stuff like that um so definitely first and foremost Korea but also like an Asia tour or something like just going to all different countries in Asia would be like so amazing I know that <laughs> we've talked about this I'll call up my Asian tour guides not just use the t-word <laughs> okay hold on just to clarify like our own like it's our tour that Mm. travel adventure yes we'll call it that so not 13 (laughs) countries in seven days (laughs) (laughs) you have one minute to explore Taiwan. go (laughs) get in the plane now (laughs) right so definitely don't want it to be like a challenge like i think i definitely want to enjoy this experience so travel adventure with friends throughout asia would be great also with family too that'd be Mm. awesome as well um so yeah, so definitely that's where I would want to go post COVID. Also, uh, YouTube sensation, food genius, Mikey Chen is in Korea right now. If you didn't, know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen a strictly dumpling video. But... No, I love Mikey Chen. <laughs> but yeah, he's in Korea right now. No, I love him. I love all his videos. It's just so fun, and it's I love seeing someone enjoy life um, and eat a lot of food that I could hopefully eat one day. I was going to say, I don't know how he eats so much food, though. Like, sometimes I'm just like, he's like, oh, we're just going to get lunch before dinner, before second dinner. I'm like, okay, that means, like, he probably, like, spreads out the meals, right? But then, like, there's literally, like, one episode in uh, when he's in Korea where he, like, goes to this, like, Korean barbecue place and orders, like, three, like, like plates of meat, like, at one sitting. And then he's like, oh, that this is the pre-dinner or, like, whatever. And I was like... <laughs> It's just so much meat. It's just so much food. Like, I don't know how, but hey, if I could eat more, I would eat more. This is delicious. True. Might as well. Might as well. Um, For me, there's a lot of places I want to go to. Um, One, like, um, I actually went to Australia this past March. Um, It was a risque trip, to say the least, because I was going during, like, 
not the height of COVID in the U.S., but it was like getting there. Um, and we're like, gotta go. Um, Cause it was for our, my aunt's wedding. Um, and we just risked it. The trip was definitely worth it. Cause it was so, so cool being back in Australia. Um, it was definitely cut short, but I don't think we'll be able to go back for her. Um, what is the thing called? It's not. You're going to go on their honeymoon? For the reception. Okay. For the reception. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there for the honeymoon. Um, <laughs> get ready. Um, just because COVID is not looking still great with the US. Um, but Australia in general would be cool. Um, I do have a trip planned for Hawaii next year still because we had to push back our Hawaii, my family's Hawaii trip um, this year. So hopefully that's still going. Um, but just like in general, I'd love to go back to Asia. I, I love Asia a lot. Um, just because even like in Taiwan, like I'm not Taiwanese, but I feel like so connected to just like Asian people in general. Um, and I get to get to learn about a completely different culture, um, even though like we're all Asian, like Taiwanese culture is very different from like my Chinese and Vietnamese culture. Um, so that's like super cool. Um, but just in general, like South Korea and Japan are like on my bucket list. Um, never been there, really cool just want to enjoy those trips either with like um mainly with friends for like south korea and japan um but like in other countries like taiwan or like hong kong and singapore i would love to go back with my family um because actually my mom and like two aunts went with me for the first week of taiwan kind of just like dropped me off um so my mom could actually like see me like living in a separate country without her um just because she wanted me to be safe <laughs> um and it was also a great excuse for them to travel to to asia so i'd love to like bring my family especially just my mom back um and my brother because he hasn't had an opportunity to go to asia in a while just so they have like a chance to like travel while they're still like able to um just because it's like might as well we don't live a long life let's just live it to our fullest and travel the world if we have the money so yeah definitely on the topic like bringing parents or like bringing family to travel i definitely want to travel with family um and like you know get to share new experiences with them and show them new countries or like experience that with them um i just have to really you know <laughs> just like think about it sometimes when um, i'm thinking about traveling with my mom she's definitely the uh there's different types of travelers right um there's the oh just like go with the flow like not really have like super agenda like just kind of like take experiences as we go and like not really plan too much um my mom is definitely on the opposite spectrum of that uh she's a hyper maximized efficiency uh <laughs> type of traveler um definitely set schedule um <laughs> just like fills the entire day you're definitely waking up at 7 a.m uh, when we went to hawaii there was like this like there's this thing called um oh, i forgot what it's like exactly called but you go up on this mountain and then like you um i forgot the name of the mountain is but you you watch the sunrise from it um, so it's really cool, right? Um, really good, good experience. Like, I'm really glad I went. Um, it's just that you had to wake up at 3 a.m. to go. <laughs> so <laughs> 3 a.m. You get on the, you get on the bus. Um, it's like also like, I remember specifically is very like, cause you know how, um, Hawaii is like humid. Like it was still humid in that time of the, the night day. Um, but then they were like not turning on the AC for some reason. Um, but you can't like in a tour bus and like a big bus, you can't like, Hey, please <laughs> turn on the AC. Um, everyone else was sleeping. I was like, I got like, like woken up because I was like, so like stuffy. Um, so that already like set off to a, like a bad start for me personally. And then like, you're just like on this mountain at 5am. Um, you think it's going to be warm. 
because you know it's humid and stuff like that nope it's freezing cold <laughs> it's absolutely it's like like imagine like like what i experienced in sf like on hills and like uh, like high places like windy like it felt like that um <laughs> i was just like i was not prepared for the 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 shift in the weather um so yeah but it was a really good view and it was really pretty like seeing the sunrise it was just like um freezing and then you have to like fight with everyone like not fight but like go for like spots to try to see luckily i'm a little bit taller like i could like but like if you're like a little bit shorter it's just like you can't get a view um <laughs> you imagine like waiting waking up at 3 a.m and you can't even see the sunrise <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just an experience so yeah that's why I, I just beside my side point like definitely have to reconsider um i need to ask my mom are we are we maximizing or are we enjoying this trip um and how many pictures are we taking <laughs> okay i guess for my personal like wanting to travel spots um definitely like visiting more places in asia um so like for example like korea and japan like those i think are the two main places that i want to visit um hopefully post covid you know we can take a we can put that on the Asia quote unquote tour or uh, what, is, what, what do we call Travel it? Adventure. Travel venture. <laughs> Sorry, I used the T word. I didn't know what other word to use. But it's just like, because I don't know, because I've, I've, I've been in um, Taiwan, I've been in China, Hong Kong, um, but I've never been able to experience like different cultures outside of um, that. So, you know, just going to experience that. Also, there's like a, there's like, I don't know, random like culture spots that I want to visit. Like, there's like this like Attack on Titan, like, museum not a museum but like park thing um i like attack on titan and it's just like really scary uh if for those who don't know the context it's like dystopian world where there's like a bunch of these huge monster things called titans um and then japan took it to the next level where they built an amusement park where there's like really like there's like huge heads and like it looks like you're probably like actually in like the actual anime so it's just like so scary <laughs> but it's so intriguing at the same time so i really want to visit that um and just like japan and korea in general um in terms of like again on that tropical kind of like i guess vibe um just like visiting like places like bali or like bora bora like where there are is like this like you know nice like tropical beachy vibe um obviously like may need to put in a little bit more to the savings before <laughs> anything like that happens <laughs> um because i'm yeah just <laughs> but you know hopefully one day i can do that um and then like hawaii is just like one of my favorite spots to visit so like going back to hawaii again like it's just definitely something that's on my list um and then like traveling more with both friends and family because like again like with friends it's just different you're like it, it, when you're traveling with friends it just feels like it makes sense like everybody's kind of on the same page of where where you want to go uh where, where you want to eat uh what's exactly interesting to visit um but when you're traveling with parents it's just like yeah you have to compromise um there's definitely a compromise like the i think specifically not specifically but like especially personally in my experience like with food it's just like they're not as like um adventurous in, in trying new foods um so i don't know just hopefully figuring out stuff like that um but on the topic of like traveling and stuff like that do y'all have any like airport stories <laughs> that you know we we've i think some of us have been there you know cutting it close to, to to making it onto the airplane um i think i could go first um i don't really have like any crazy airport stories mainly because i haven't traveled like with friends or like 
um, myself a lot because with my family, it's like we're getting there four hours before the plane, like even like <laughs> thinks about like picking us up um, or else like we're not going at all. And I'm like, OK, sure. <laughs> so if like this flight is scheduled for like 8 p.m., we're getting there at 4 p.m. Mm. Um, don't know why. Um, I think I'll still go by that like mentality, though, because um, I'd rather be there on time and have like the plane be ready for the plane um, arrival. Um, one, this isn't an airport story, but this is like getting ready for going to the airport story. Um, and this was with actually you and me um, because we were getting ready to go on a trip to Seattle. Um, and I like, I wake up like pretty easily. I'm a light sleeper. And so I was like getting ready because we were taking an early flight to Seattle. It was around like a 6 a.m. flight. So I woke up at 4 a.m. And I knew Yunmi was a heavy sleeper. So I was like not wanting to wake her up, but was making a lot of noise in the restroom <laughs> to like try to like simulate stump- something. I'm like, maybe she'll like wake up because I'm being super noisy, um, trying to like push open the door like loudly. Just like, I guess being rude, but also trying to get her up because I didn't want to yell at her at this point. <laughs> so just like using loud noises. Um, it didn't work. And so I tried like yelling her name. I was like, Yoon Mi, Yoon Mi. And I kept raising my voice. And the only thing that got her to wake up, I didn't say any anything. I just stared at her like a death stare. <laughs> and then she propped right up. <laughs> She's like, I'm awake. And I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> I don't know what got to her. Maybe like my stare was just so powerful. <laughs> just to be like, get up now. But so, it worked. <laughs> I remember distinctly. So I sort of have this habit of if I know I need to wake up early, I think somewhere in my body, like the, it, it's there of like sort of my self-alarm essentially. But um, I think it's hilarious that the self-alarm heightened with Austin staring just really like pushed me to wake up. <laughs> like it was, it was honestly, <laughs> yeah, it was, it might've been like, like a solid like forty percent um, self alarm and like sixty percent Austin stare. Thank goodness he stared me down, and then I just felt the energy and realized I needed to wake up. But <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely a good story there. I think for my airport story, uh, this <laughs> so this is actually experienced with Gabe. Um, because we went to Hawaii with, like, a group of friends. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gabe, feel free to interject at any time to add uh, the necessary details. Gotcha. But, essentially, so before we went to the airport, we decided to get some food because we were hungry and just maybe, like, something for the plane, too, just to eat on the plane. Um, and so we go there, and there's sort of, like, a long line. Like, it's not, like we're immediately gonna get food like we sort of have to wait in line to get it um but it's like such a great like masubi place spam masubi yeah. um place that we're like we need to get like another meal from here so we wait in line not honestly not paying attention <laughs> to the time like at all but i think some one of our friends sort of mentioned i think it might have been you gabe who like mentioned like maybe we should be a little bit more cognizant of the time <laughs> and like a little bit. more aware of right of like how much little time we have to like make it to our flight <laughs> um 
But yeah, again, it was really odd because like all of like besides Gabe, all of us were like pretty chill. Like we really did not think much of this. Um, and then we realized like as we're driving to the airport that like we're really cutting it like very, 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 very close for our flights. Um, and so, uh, you know, shout out to our friends that <laughs> true homies, they like dropped us off first, like me and Gabe. Cause I think also, I think was our flight like slightly earlier than the, than theirs. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So our flight was slightly earlier. And so they dropped us off first. And then um, they left to, like, drop off the rental car. Because, mind you, we also have to drop off the rental car. So there's, like, other things we had to do. <laughs> yeah, before... And was to be. <laughs> Not only drop off the rental car, but also fill it up with gas and wait at the gas station. And there was a line there, too, apparently. Oh, my God. Yes. So, um, again, it's very interesting that none of us, besides Gabe, really thought too much about this um and i don't want to speak for other people honestly i really did not think too much of the time like <laughs> while going through this like i was like oh cool we're getting a meal and then um it was just only until we like we're done with the spam Asubi, and then we we're driving to the airport where i was like oh we're cutting it very close um and so we get dropped off first and then we're like waiting in line for i think it was the tsa we're in the pre-check line right um but the pre-check line <laughs> is not <laughs> like you would think like since you're in TSA pre-check, it would be like a lot shorter than like the normal line. Um, it was not very short. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what the normal line was, but our pre-check line was definitely not short. So also yep. shout out to the person because um, the person in front of us like overheard like me and Gabe talking and was like, oh, yeah, you could totally like cut in front of me like. Shout out to that person because yeah. that's super nice. Um, yeah, like they're like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. So um, we we're still like, oh, it was insane. We we're cutting it so close, and like I was sweating bullets at this point. But it was like, at this like you can't really do anything. Um, and so we waited in line, got through it, and then um, <laughs> the issue was like our flight terminal was like across the airport. Like we had to. <laughs> Literally from, like, pretty much one end to the other end. Um, And at this point, we have, like, I don't even remember. I mean, it had to be, like, minutes on it. Like, we (laughs) straight up just, just me and Gabe were literally sprinting with our suitcase. (laughs) Like, suitcases. Like, we were running across. And, like, oh, it was mentioned before, but, like, Hawaii's pretty humid. Um, And this was, like... (laughs) prime time humidity hours so we're like sweating we're running and just like at this i remember like at the midway point i was like (laughs) contemplating whether or not to tell just just tell gay to like go without me like it's okay (laughs) because i was so tired (laughs) i was like I don't know if I can do this. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is possible. Like, I was sweating. And it's also, like, I think it's, like, it's hard because if this would never happen, but obviously if everyone in the airport was, like, rushing, then you have that, like, vibe and the energy, and, like, I think that would all help. But you have people, like, leisurely, like, getting some chocolates, like... <laughs> Just, like, going through, like, the duty-free shops and just, like, really chilling while me and Gabe are, like, panting, running through this airport. Um, So we're, like, literally sprinting. Um, Definitely, we were, like, 
one of the last people to get on the plane without a doubt but um luckily we made it and so yeah it was it was honestly sort of terrifying though because like when you meet that person to like show them your ticket or whatever um you know usually it's like a line of people like you know there's people sitting around there's no (laughs) there's usually people sitting around but literally when we got there there's literally no one there like everyone was boarded on the plane already and so um so yeah so just a very um, memorable experience i will say the least i remember just like sitting down in the airplane seat and just <laughs> honestly was just thinking about my spam masubi it was just so mad like i was just so angry <laughs> because of just why like why did why did this happen you know um i felt so bad for the people because we were like it was like uh the type of plane where there's like it's like three on each side and then there's four in the middle we were in the middle of the four in the middle <laughs> so we as the last people on the plane still had to make people get up and also we're just like sweating like we're like huffing and puffing like we just look so rough like i remember the person next to us asked us we're like are y'all okay <laughs> yeah i was like you are not believe- <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> what we just went uh, honestly yeah um, I guess I can give my, <laughs> my two cents and, like, my POV on the, the incident. Um, yeah, definitely, like, leaving the house. So, let's say our flight was, 11, like, at 1. I remember it was, like, 11 a.m. <laughs> and then we were still, like, yeah, we should grab some lunch on the way. So, we, like, we go to Spam Masubi Cafe, which is not in the same direction <laughs> as the airport. And I'm, like, given that I'm usually, like, I like to call it that I maximize my time. So, um, I, I cut it close to, um, certain deadlines. Um, so I, me being myself, I was like, it's very interesting that I'm the only one that is thinking that maybe we're cutting it a little bit close. Um, so I brought it up to the group, right? And then we eventually like, we were like, yeah, wait, like, yeah, we do have to kind of speed it up. So we were pretty quick when we got to the Spam Suey Cafe and like finishing that up. Um, but at, we already doomed ourselves. It was really too late. Like 11 AM going to Spam Suey Cafe was a little bit too late already. Um, and thinking back, honestly, like. When we saw the line to get, because it's like we took literally Spamasubi Cafe is like the other way. So we took that much time to do that. But then we also had to wait even longer to (laughs) even get our food. So it's like thinking back to it now, I feel like we should have just like realized that the line is maybe too long and just like left because then it would have saved some more time there. But you live and you learn, you know. Hindsight bias, hindsight bias. (laughs) Um, but then again, we get to the airport, we see the line, it literally, it's literally out the door. Like, it's like where the cars are, like they like drop people off. It's past that. And then we're like, oh no, we're good. We don't have to wait in this line. We, excuse me, where's the pre-check line? Oh, this is the pre-check line. (laughs) Got it. So we're waiting outside. So we started outside, waited all the way in. And (laughs) it's, it, it wasn't funny because, you know, of course, like, you know, people got to be, get to their places. Um, but this one individual in front of us, um, he was getting quite angry at the fact that the line was so long. Um, so he was kind of like, like, Oh, like what's going on? Like, I forgot exactly what happened, but he was already obviously very heated and he was trying to like get in front of the line and stuff like that already. Um, homie had places to be. Um, (laughs) so tell me why by stroke of luck, um, I don't know what he did to deserve this bad karma. (laughs) But when we finally get to the front of the line where you check your bags through, he gets called for a random security check. Yep. 
a random like technology pad down so like they like have to like actually open up his stuff and like pat him down and stuff like that it was (laughs) it was literally the worst it was completely random too like it's like one of the random ones they do you can um displease is an emotion you could say that he was experiencing He was furious. Honestly, <laughs> he was furious. Like, he truly popped off. And I think, like, honestly, he already, like, skipped in front to get, like, because, like, he already, like, yeah, like, I think, like, someone let him go in front and then he got the random check, too. So it's just, like, he would have been, he would have been faster if he just didn't go through it. Um, But then getting to it. And then, again, the whole, like, running through the airport. I'm pretty sure we changed, like, four seasons in the time that, like, we ran through the airport. Because there's, like, parts where it's indoors and it's outdoors and it's indoors. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we experienced, like, six different seasons at that point. Um, but then, yeah, just running through the entire airport, sweating bullets. Like, literally, like, the SF terminal had to be the farthest. Like, it was literally on the other edge of the airport. And then, like you mentioned, like, we literally got there, like... They were pretty much about to close the door. Like, whatever you think, like, closing an airplane door looks like, they were probably about to do it. Like, <laughs> turn the whole thing. Yeah, we, we yeah. were cutting it very close. Um, but, you know, <laughs> we ended up making it um, by a stroke of luck. So, glad we lucked out on Question. that. Was the Spam Musubi worth it then? Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spam Musubi Cafe was very good, but I don't remember eating it. <laughs> Highly recommend Spam Subi Cafe if you're in Hawaii. True. Like, it's actually really delicious. Um, in the moment, though, I remember, like, being on the plane and, like, eating it and just... I did contemplate. I, I honestly did not think it was worth it in that moment, at least. Because, like, what we had to go through, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Moral of the story... Just don't go to Spamasubi Cafe if your flight is in two hours. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> that is a crazy experience. But at least y'all know now. Oh, no, we're definitely doing it again. Like, remember we mentioned, like, <laughs> like Hawaii is, like, a potential future travel plan for me? Um, I'm bringing y'all with me. Um, and we're definitely going to cut it close again. We might have... Wait, we might even... We're going to make sure we have less time. <laughs> yeah, we might even go kayaking, uh, canoeing, like, maybe even, like, you know, do a bunch of random sightseeing. Uh, before we go. <laughs> and then we're going to go to Spam Musubi Cafe for the road. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Make sure you're going to maximize the time. Gas tank, empty. You better... <laughs> before you get to the airport, you better not have any gas in there. <laughs> Alright. Well, with that story, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Talked a lot about traveling. Hopefully, post-COVID, we'll get some of that done. Um, but yeah, just really looking forward to the future with that. Um, thank you again for listening to our podcast. We come out with episodes every week on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to check out our Instagram at Unnecessary Confessions to check out for any updates and anything that we post. Um, you can find it there. But yeah, thanks again for listening to our podcast and we'll see you again next week. Thanks, everyone.